Hey, it's Claire Edwards, and you're listening to your Best Foot Forward podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for coming back to the podcast where I focus on creating a life I'm proud of. I'm so thankful for this space to be vulnerable with you guys and reflect and share on what I'm learning in creating a life I'm proud of and hopefully what I'm learning can help you guys learn about how you can create a life you're proud of too. Um, so today I want to talk about the concept that I've been exploring a lot lately which is creating space for vulnerability. So I want to talk about this because in about the past I would say month or so I've had someone come to me about a breakup, another come to me saying they were afraid their newborn baby may not make it, another opening up about their social anxiety, another opening up about their previous suicide attempt, and a fifth opening up to me about losing a friend a couple years ago. And some of these situations, I've been there, and some of them I haven't. They told me their timelines, and I saw their emotions, and some more expressive than others. Some I listened to for 20 minutes, and some I listened to for hours. I realized, though, that what all these people had in common was they needed someone to talk to that would give them the time to speak and that nod that someone was willing to listen with the ultimate goal of them understanding. And I think for me, giving this, you could say, ball cap nod to the person that is speaking gives them this silent, hey, it's all right, I'm here to listen, and I want to understand. So you know those Goo Goo Doll lyrics from the song Iris? This is what I think about anytime I'm thinking about vulnerability. And in their song, Iris, they have this lyric that goes, and I don't want the world to see me because I don't think that they'd understand. We don't share our stories, show our emotions, or show what we are dealing with every day because we don't think that people will understand or want to understand Therefore, we just don't let the world see us. And I'm not talking about letting the world see us on the internet or social media. That's a totally different topic. I'm talking about letting those close to you and around you really know who you are and understand you and where you're at. However, just because I say that doesn't mean anyone and everyone is just going to start being vulnerable, right? I say we all need to start being vulnerable it's not like that's just gonna happen all of a sudden it doesn't work like that you can't just tell someone or tell yourself to be vulnerable we must create the space for vulnerability to happen we can create the space for others to feel like they can be vulnerable as well as make us feel like we can be vulnerable too So one of the questions that has been going on in my head is, with all of this, is 
So why would we ever even think about being vulnerable to another person? So I actually looked up the definition of this and the definition of vulnerability after all is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally. That sounds super scary, right? So why would we ever want to put ourselves in that position? I think the simple answer is vulnerability drives connection and as humans we are built for connection. If we aren't vulnerable with one another about our thoughts or feelings, do we really know each other? Probably not. We may know the surface level of each other, but you can't say you really know each other. Therefore, no real connection is made. Now, you could say, well, I've gone my whole life without being vulnerable to others, and I still have friends and everything is just fine. Yeah, you're probably right, and you're totally surviving by not being completely open with others about your thoughts and feelings. However, When you're not completely open and honest with people, you may find those relationships and friendships wander, which is totally fine, and that happens in life. Although, when you're vulnerable, it's like you are setting up this friendship tent and camping out, is what I like to think of. When you share your stories, your feelings, and your struggles, you draw this connection to the other person that makes you feel like You can nail down the stakes of the friendship tent and stay a while, and it is a lot less likely to fly away. You can create these bonds with people that aren't really describable because all you can say is that person just gets it, and how good does that feel? Now, we kind of talked about why would would be vulnerable at all, But how do we actually create that space for vulnerability and create that space for others to be vulnerable? I've been thinking about why all those people that I told you about at the beginning of the episode share their vulnerable stories with me. Not all of those people were in my inner circle, so that made them what made them actually want to be vulnerable with me. I decided it was the result of two things I've been really being intentional about and trying to get better at lately. So the first thing is, is I have been trying to create conversations that are past the surface level. Instead of starting conversation by asking someone, how was your day or your weekend? I may ask, how are your kids doing? Or how was that event that you went to? I'm not asking super nosy questions here. I'm just going past the surface to give the permission or the hint that I want to talk about something more than just the weather. And the second thing I've been doing is I've been trying to create space for others by listening without the purpose of responding. I'm totally a talker and I want to respond after a person's first breath, in all honesty, However, I've really been working on listening without the intention to respond, but with just the intention to listen. I find that there is something special about giving someone this time and attention where you're just there, but not projecting anything on them. 
it gives them this opportunity that they may never have had to actually tell you what they've been through or what they're feeling right now. You may not know it at the time, but you could possibly be the first person they've told or opened up to in a while. So creating this space for a conversation could be mean more to them than you know. Then when do you actually interject, right? What I found, I mean, and there's no right or wrong answer for this, but what I found is the right time, I guess, for me seems to be the, during those long pauses or when they actually ask for guidance in all of what they're saying. Now, what about us, though? How we've created space for other people to be vulnerable. How do we create space for ourselves to be vulnerable, which can be really tricky. Now, usually, once one person is vulnerable about something, it breaks this barrier or sets up the friendship tent that I talked about earlier, saying that it is okay for you both to be vulnerable. However, if the other person doesn't give you that baseball cap nod back or creates that space for vulnerability, you can still create it for yourself. You can't control others after all, so sometimes we have to make it happen for ourselves. If you don't necessarily have another person to be vulnerable with, create the space for yourself to be vulnerable. Remember that Goo Goo Dolls lyrics I mentioned at the beginning. I don't want the world to see me because I don't think that they'd understand. Something you can start doing for yourself is letting down those walls. To let down the walls, you have to get it out of your head that no one wants to understand or will understand. This is essentially because you're doubting people before you even give them a chance. We've all heard that before from someone of, you don't understand. Yeah, maybe they can't totally empathize with you on what you're going through, but there are people out there that want to understand. Who knows, there may be someone out there that has gone through the exact same thing as you, but you will never know it until you try to connect with them. Now, if letting down the walls and opening up to people to create space for vulnerability still seems too hard, then I recommend starting to journal. You guys have heard me say it before and time and time again how great of a tool journaling is. I know it was my first step to opening up to people, and I think it could be the same for a lot of you. So another question I think is really important to address is, and I think a lot of you would have, is what happens when vulnerability, connection, or that trust is broken? There is this connection or trust that is made when you open up to each other, right? However, what happens when that connection or trust is broken? This is the reason we aren't vulnerable in the first place is because we are scared that the connection will be broken, our feelings and stories will be exposed to others, or whatever else it is that may make us upset. We feel like this vulnerability connection is broken during breakups or when someone doesn't consider your vulnerable story as cherished as you do and goes and tells someone else that you didn't really want them to know. I think we can also feel it 
this loss of connection or trust, I guess you could say, when we lose a loved one that we had a vulnerable connection with because you lost a person that just got you. How do we come back from all that? How do we not just shut down everything and never be vulnerable again? Guys, this is a super hard question and I'm not sure anyone has the answer for it. It absolutely sucks when this happens, but we have to move on somehow. So I guess my answer to how do we come back from this vulnerability connection or trust being broken is when dealing with a situation like this, it we can look at the good that came out of the vulnerability connection. When you told the person your story, it probably helped you understand your feelings better. It probably gave you an outside perspective to your situation. It probably made you feel less alone for a little while. Now, after that trust being broken, you probably feel like you don't understand your feelings, you don't get the reason why the person broke the connection, and you probably feel alone. However, you cannot discredit that connection, comfort, and happiness you felt when you were vulnerable to them. It was totally there. After a connection is broken, it is hard to be vulnerable again. I get that. And that's what I struggle with too. With the next person I'm vulnerable with, it's natural reaction to worry that the vulnerable connection will be broken. However, why would we spend all this time worrying and then the connection is never broken? We can't control what other people do and everything that happens in this thing called life, but I wholeheartedly think that the connection will stay strong if you treat it as strong and cherish that connection as much as you can, no matter how long the span of it is. All right, so let's look at the bigger picture of all this. Can vulnerability actually change the world? Now, that's a big question, but let's look at vulnerability past you and me or the connection between just two people. Whether you agree with me or not, I think vulnerability could change the world. There are a lot of bad things going on in our world for a lot of reasons, but one of them is not giving people the space to be heard, and opportunity for connection. I think if we gave the time and attention to create those deeper conversations, make people feel like they can express themselves and be willing to listen, maybe we wouldn't feel so alone or misunderstood. If we gave our siblings those 10 minutes to share their life with you, if we showed interest in our quiet co-worker's life to see what they're up to, Or if we shared with our partner both the light and the darkness that we are experiencing. If we took the time and attention to create space for vulnerability, I think we would feel less alone, more understood, and could create a world filled with more joy and connection. So those are my thoughts on vulnerability. I know there is so much out there on it and I am excited to continue exploring it, but Thank you guys so much for listening in. We could have gone all over the place with this topic and I would love to hear what you thought was interesting about this topic and how you're dealing with vulnerability. 
You can do that by DMing me on Instagram at Hey It's Claire Edwards. I also like to mention that if you want to revisit this topic or know someone that isn't really a podcast listener, you can send them the transcript to this episode that is on my website at heyitsclaireedwards.com. And most importantly, if you like this episode, please hit subscribe so you can get the notification when a new episode is posted. And make sure that you are sharing with your friends. Pass this episode along if you think they'd like it. Who knows, this episode could make their day. Thank you guys again for listening. I will see you next time. But in the meantime, go out and create a life you're proud of.